0: Just say, screw it, I'm gonna try this. I don't know if it's gonna work out or not, but I feel compelled to do this. And when those little voices pop in, that's what I say.
1: The future of dentistry belongs to the innovators. Welcome to Innovation in Dentistry. I'm your host, Sean Zayas, and I believe that the future of dentistry is going to be unbelievably great over the next decade and two decades. But the question isn't that. The question is, are you gonna be part of what makes dentistry great. I could not be more excited because today I get to interview Vanessa Emerson. Vanessa, you are a dear friend, but I just look up to you and admire you for so much of what you're doing in dentistry, including, but not limited to, holding amazing events so i'm going to tee you up in a moment but before let me just welcome you and say thank you so much for letting me interview you today
0: i'm so honored to be honestly i mean this is what everybody says but truly it's an honor it's an honor to be asked thank you thank you for having me
1: so the reason why i think you're perfect for this vanessa is because i tell people this all the time i really am excited and really intrigued by all sorts of innovation you know clinical innovation technological innovation but it's my belief that everything starts from some sort of a belief set or mindset innovation first. Like there is no clinical innovation without someone actually believing that they can step up, that they can pioneer. And someone that's like almost like wild enough to be like, why not Why not me? And you lead, you are on stage, you bring people together. Uh, you're a speaker, you're an author, and you are pioneering positive change. How in the world did you get into dentistry and get to where you're at today and now, and and you don't need to handle everything in this one because I'm going to have a lot more questions, but just kind of like, I don't even know, like, were you a dental professional at any point in time?
0: No, <laughs> it was honestly, it was divine intervention. We'll just start right there. We'll go to divine with the capital D. But it truly really was. Um, I had worked in general surgery for many years and had my surgeon that I worked with, Dr. Hyatt, had he not re- retired for the second time <laughs> in his 70s, his wife kicked him out of his, her kitchen the first time around. She said, Get back to work. And um, I figured he probably wasn't coming back to work again. So um, I went ahead and Looked for other employment. And that's when I ran across Catherine Itale Belt, who probably I would anticipate many in your audience will know Catherine and her Lion Speak um, programs. And she hired me. You know, what is so funny, we're, we're recording this early in June, and it's actually literally like the week I was hired, um, June 3rd of 2001. And everything shifted for me, though I didn't know it at that time. I came out of general surgery where I was lucky enough in a small community to be able to hold the the laparoscope and belly surgeries and (laughs) help, you know, with um, all sorts of in-office procedures as well as be office manager and do the billing and get patients into the room. It's like, you know, you wear all the hats in those small offices. And, um, I would still be there. So I came out of that into speaking and consulting and dentistry is like, what is that? I mean, what is it though? The reason I wanted to work with Catherine was because I liked her. It wasn't that I knew anything about dentistry or speaking and consulting. And so over the last 22 years now, it's not nuts how fast it goes. Um, I've learned a few things about speaking and consulting <laughs> a little bit.
1: <laughs> so, June 3rd, 2001, you said? Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so what I love about this is that you're basically saying, like, you didn't have to strive or make something happen. You you just followed almost like the way that you are wired or created, and there was something in you that just liked her as a person. So you, you're like yeah. a people first person, and you were attracted to, I don't know, I mean, Catherine, it's so easy to be attracted to her. Like, she is such an amazing woman, and I did have the pleasure of interviewing her and she actually spoke highly incredibly highly of you no surprise so it's so neat to have such amazing people that all regard each other in such Mm -hmm. high esteem um so but there you were you were in dentistry um more on the you know administrative coordinative
0: way
1: on um, the edge yeah on the edge i
0: was like i would get my teeth cleaned you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, that was all I knew about dentistry.
1: But I mean, how did you even end up in dentistry like to begin with? Cause it, it, I feel well, like it's a know, very strange and glorious field.
0: It really is. And I, um, I, I really do uh, believe that it was, um, my Dharma. I believe it was life path. I never in a million years would have chosen dentistry. I appreciate so many people that do enjoy working with patients in dentistry, like I worked in general surgery, they were asleep when when we worked with them. It's a whole different thing, right? Um, I just never would have chosen dentistry and then come to find out that the, I really think it attracts the very best people in the whole world. Uh, Just the biggest like servant minded, big center, heart centered, um, wonderful people at dentistry. It's a great place to be, I'm so excited, but I think at the core what you were asking me is like, well, how, Why? Like what what brought me here? It was yes. When she opened the door, there was a like, oh my gosh, I like her. Like, I think this would be a fascinating job. I think I would learn a lot, but um, I'm just going to go there because I feel like our questions are already going there. I really believe in my gut that it was the right next step for me. Uh, For me, you know, not like with some idea of becoming a leader and it's so interesting that you call me that because I don't see myself that way. But I also see that often leaders don't, right? Because we're just like out there trying to accomplish certain things. <laughs> and so um, I really feel like when I walked away from that first interview, I, I felt cold. I felt pulled to, and I didn't know why. And, you know, to continue that story, Catherine and I worked together for about 12 years. And as we got a couple of years into it, uh, we were finding success with getting her book to, to speak more, to get more consulting clients. And her colleagues took notice and started asking, well, how are you guys doing that? And so she asked if I would mind sharing with them what we were doing. And that's really how my business started was just like telling people, well, here's how we created her speaker packet. And here's how we're reaching out to meeting planners. And here's how we're finding dental offices to consult with. And then they would tell me, well, you know, you should really coach. You should really, I'm like, no, I don't want to be a coach. I don't want to teach people how to do marketing. Well, you know, (laughs) that's where it all went.
1: (laughs) I think that's, I think that's crazy because like so many of the people that I talk to, I don't know, Vanessa, they almost feel incomplete and they have this like incessant drive to somehow get to some mountaintop. And here I feel like you got pulled like, and I'm not saying people pulled it. I'm just saying like, yeah, call it God. Like you got like, brought into that place where you were called almost like, I don't know, the light that you're meant to shine, you were able to shine it. And, and I'm sure there was some struggle along the way, and I'm actually going to dig into that. Um, But it also seems like there was just a lot of grace on, on this 22 years.
0: Well, and I think too, what hasn't been said that should be said and i guess so i get it makes me think about i get emotional right when i start thinking about how lucky was i to be able to work with katherine i mean honestly because I, I see her as such a incredible leader in speaking and consulting dentistry for gosh she's probably over 30 years now in the field and so i feel like how lucky was i to be able to learn from her, she has so many examples of grace and uh, leadership as well. So I I, I feel like, you know, um, I think we're, it was just part of what was yet to unfold down the road. I, I didn't set out to create dental speaker Institute or, you know, do the different things that we have done through the years to help speakers and consultants, it's just naturally unfolded. And I think that partly that's because I'm a connector. I, some of my, I I get so excited about connecting people. I just, I just love it when you tell me you're interested in, you know, getting in front of more people with your product. It's like, okay, well, who can we, who can we connect you with? It's like, it's just so fun to be able to connect people with people and people with solutions.
1: So Vanessa, like I, I, as I'm listening to you now, it's fascinating because it's like, I'm putting the dots together like two people I've interviewed already have mentioned you and how you were such a pivotal part of how they got to the platform that they have, how oh. their their influence got maximized, and how they were able to level up. And here you are sharing that Catherine was able to do that for you. Like here there was oh, yeah. a mentor. There was someone in your life that was able to like, yes, Vanessa, I see something in you, and I'm able to cultivate and nurture it. And talk about how she was able to raise you up. And then you, I mean, yes, through through your actual you know, institute, but just relationships. One-on-one, there's other young women, and I'm sure it's not just women, but young women that you have already raised up. That are like, man, I wouldn't be here where I'm at right now if Vanessa didn't just believe in me and say, you've got this. This is a strength that you have. Um, so mm-hmm. I know you're, you don't know I'm connecting the dots because you don't know who I've talked to. But, Vanessa, that is amazing. Like, like it's such a legacy for Catherine. It's almost like in football, there's coaching trees. You know, there's like Bill Parcells, and he's responsible for Bill Belichick, who then is responsible for Nick Saban. And there's all these, like, people are fascinated by who learned from who and how greatness just continues. And in the same exact way, because Catherine and you, you know, had such a great thing going, all of a sudden now your reach Um, and the message, and and just the way you're able to elevate and speak into other women's life. Like, I'm sure you knew that, but but I don't know, how is that, just hearing that right now?
0: You know what, thank you. And what I want to acknowledge is, I feel like Catherine and I are both giving back, because there were others that came before us that reached down and pulled us up, you know? So when I finally decided, okay, I'll start coaching, but I don't really want to teach speakers how to be speakers. I don't really want to teach them marketing. I want to teach them. I want to be a life coach. <laughs> I like, I, I kind of kicked and fought uh, against what obviously had to happen at some point, but I put together an advertisement and put out, sent out an email. And within an hour, I had um, received an, an email back from Linda Miles. Do you know who Linda Miles is? She's I like have also
1: heard girl. her name a few times and I've still not had the wow. pleasure of meeting her. I know she's not quite as active as she's been uh in the past, but I heard she's like the OG of See, speaking really in is. dentistry.
0: She really is and uh you know Linda has paved the way and opened doors for I would probably guess thousands, not exaggerating. I'm sure it's many, 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 many hundreds of speakers and consultants because she did come first. And so she reached out to me and it was at the time where she was just starting to get ready to retire. And she said, I'd like to hire you to help me with this transition. And you and I both know, I didn't know diddly. <laughs> at that point, I just hung out a sign. I'm like, okay, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll be a coach. I'm really um, passionate about like philosophy and spirituality and things like that because I've been a, a student of self-development for." probably 30 years now, and so I'm like, well, I'll take some of what I've learned with all these different teachers, and I'll, put, I'll you know, I'll, I'll be a life coach, you know, that was back in the day before, it was really easy to get, cert- you know, like, now there's certifications everywhere, but um, those years ago, it wasn't, and um, so I just kind of shook my head, and shook my head, like, boy, she's really helping me out here, um, and she did, and, and, and Linda would tell people, yeah, Vanessa helped, <laughs> even though we, you know, she opened doors for me, by doing that, and I feel that um, it feels good to help others, and it feels it feels really good. And I just know that there have been so many others that have come before me that have reached down and said, "Sure, come on, be a part of this organization," or let me let me um, introduce you. You know, one of the best ways we can grow our businesses, no matter what business we're in, is going to be with referrals. And so those introductions. You know like right now sean you're introducing me to your community you're helping me out you're connecting me and it's really not hard to do we just need to look for opportunities what i found out along the way is actually i am a marketer and actually i love marketing and instead of kicking and fighting about oh no it's like too hard to figure out (laughs) we eventually you know figured some things out and but also recognized that marketing is everywhere It's in you telling your kid to eat their vegetables, you know, it's in you getting your husband to take out the garbage, (laughs) you know, marketing is everywhere. Um. And so then we turn around and shine that on our businesses that lights me up too. I, I love seeing. Individuals be able to put the puzzle pieces together and then start booking engagements and bringing in the clients. It's just, it's fulfilling. It doesn't make me special i really don't think it does i think i'm still doing i'm still doing my job i'm still running my business i don't even i honestly never look at it like i'm leading like even at our annual session where we had such great comments about our regulation meeting we just had um it always kind of surprises me a little bit because i don't go in looking for that i'm not even thinking about that i'm more thinking about How can we up our game on education? Who can we bring in this year that's gonna dial it in even further? How can we help them network more? You know, and I think if there's anything about the way I'm wired um, for, you know, it's interesting how other people see you, but knowing by taking different assessments, like I'm wired as an achiever. Like, I could have told you that even when I was probably in third grade. <laughs> that like, have to be the one that reads all the books in the class, right? So, like, I remember a teacher put a, a, some kind of a symbol at the top all the way around the corners of the room for how many books you've read. And I had to be all the way out in front of others. And I, it's not even a competition about doing more than others. It's just more like, I want to achieve. And I think, if anything, if I'm being really transparent, that drives me. And then just the idea, too, of helping others really does drive me. And so it, 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 that's what keeps me working um, long hours and into the weekend because it's fun.
1: Okay, so you just said a lot. Um,
0: I know, that was a lot. <laughs> no, no, was, was it,
1: <laughs> no, no, it was amazing. Um, so there's, there's something I want to point out before we head in the direction. And that is that like I got into dentistry just because my dad started a dental supply company when I was 14. So I I wasn't like in dentistry, but meaning I'm going to like Chicago midwinter as a 14 year old. And I had some really early, like formative kind of ideas on what dentistry was. Yeah. And one of the things that was peculiar to me was how. How difficult it was to connect with a lot of the dentists, because it's like, oh, how are you doing? How are things going? And everyone was just crushing it. Everyone was doing, you know, amazing um, and, and I'm mainly talking about male dentists here, and I'm not trying to throw them <laughs> under the rug. But Vanessa, I'm I'm so intrigued because I really feel like the women in dentistry have really elevated the profession over the mm-hmm. last decade. Because I I feel you the ability that the women have, and, and you're talking about Linda Miles. You know, there's there's yourself, there's Catherine Ito Bell, there's Ann Duffy, and there's these courageous and slightly crazy in like that good way of like, I we're going to do something so beautiful in the industry by, by serving, by honoring, by esteeming. And I don't feel, I feel like you guys are light years ahead of the men, not to make it a gender thing. That's not the point. I'm just saying I want to honor that. Like it has been amazing the way that you collectively have pioneered Mm -hmm. and as a as a man, I just want to like honor that and be like, wow. Like, I love that Elijah is, is an includer. Elijah is a pioneer like that. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah. I can't name quite nearly as many on, you know, on my hand uh, on, on the male side. And I, am just, I'm just wanting to acknowledge that. So,
0: yeah. um, you know, it's interesting too, because things are always changing, right. And always in the world. And, and I think maybe part of that is just like in general, in the world where we see shifts. Um, as well. And thank you for that, for that um, acknowledgement. And um, I think it comes down to heart-centered beyond um, we we learn oh, that's a female thing or that's a male thing. As we're kids, like I'm almost 60, right? So like lots of years we've had that ingrained. But I think it comes more down, um, like another really heart-centered person I'm thinking of is uh, Paul Goodman is definitely an includer and a connector. Like there's definitely, as you start thinking about um, Alan Stern, you know, you start thinking about different people in our communities that are, um, and when I think, what do they have in common? Anne Duffy, heart-centered. She's the queen of heart-centered, yeah.
1: Well, so Vanessa, thank you for sharing that. Um, So the direction I did want to head in was um, a lot of the audience that is listening. um, My whole thing is, I think the future of dentistry is going to be great. Like I I know it's going to be great in the next 10 years. My whole question is like, is the listener going to be part of what makes it great? Or are they just going to be an observer (laughs) watching the people that are in the game? You know, not on the sidelines, but the people that are in the game. And I think one of the fears sometimes of getting in the game is like well what What if it doesn't work like you started dental speaker institute what if that didn't work like there was no guarantees that you'd be able to have the meeting that you just had with weevolution which was a complete success like overwhelming like the community you've created is beautiful but you know I, i'm guessing in the humanity of it when you're about to start something and you start having self-doubts well like am i am i enough like Is there inadequacy? Am I going to look foolish if I fall? Like I'm really good maybe as a clinician, but maybe I'm not quite as good in this area as an entrepreneur, as a visionary. And I think that's where a lot of people are like scared to take that step or to maybe fail in, in a public way. Did you encounter any of that sort of resistance and what mindset did you have to either shed or embrace to overcome that?
0: So there's the inner resistance and there's the outer resistance, right? So there's our mindset or there's the way um, an industry could see change and, and there could be some that are more scarcity minded and are maybe resistant to seeing. And I I think we see examples of that throughout the industry at different times where there's a little friction created um, when someone starts something new and different. Um, I, I would tell you for me, I am... Um, I don't, I'm being honest, I don't really think about that much. And I don't know if it's just because of the way I'm wired. I believe that our environment and our experience shape us. And so I grew up in a small community where everybody knew everybody and I was not a popular kid. You know what I mean? I wasn't like, so I think that shaped me early on to find your, find your path. You know, when you weren't like necessarily in the in group. And I, Brené Brown talked about this in, I think, Daring Greatly or one of her amazing books about kind of always being like an outlier. And I don't know if that's the way i made to where I don't think about it that much. But I just feel like um, early on, I learned that you kind of can't worry about what other people think, <laughs> it, you know, as long as you're not hurting somebody, you know, when you're doing something for, you feel like it's for the greater good. It's like, but for me, I really... I don't know how to better advise those who are listening other than say that for me, I just don't really give a space in my head. You'll notice, you might notice there's a pushback or somebody might say something, but I think we, we control what we put our mind on. Um, And so I, instead, I look to how good it's going to feel when When you see people coming out of your meeting, um, you know, being able to do more than they could before, or like you look at those down the line goals. um, That's what I tend to think on. And you know what? Honestly, I think why I'm a little uncomfortable with this question is because I feel like I don't have um, a lot of, you know, teaching to like tell, but I would tell you if I'm, if I'm being authentic about this, I, the people I hang with are the bomb. So I think in a lot of ways I just really got lucky. <laughs> now, I know. I, I mean, I say that I, I really do believe it was intended for me to be in this community because I feel like—is it okay if I just like go kind of woo? Yeah,
1: you, 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 <laughs> you, you be you, one thousand percent right Woo's
0: now. Me. I'm woo, so. So if I was just going to talk like non, non mainstream, I would say, I really believe that it flows through us. I believe that there is more than this world. And so when I look at my life, I feel like I'm here for this. For, there's a purpose. And I 1000% believe that I'm where I was supposed to be. It's just been too easy for me not to be. For this to be the right way. Not that it's been super easy, but it ha- I haven't just met with obstacle after obstacle. And I would think if I was going to share anything to anyone, I would say that I feel, feel like we have an inner GPS that uh, one of my favorite quotes is, do you know Abraham Hicks? No. Esther Hicks. It's a law of attraction um, person. And she, one of her favorite, quote. my favorite quotes of hers was, um, you check in when you're, when you have a, um, some, a decision before you check in with your, with your gut, with your, your core, with that inner GPS. And if for right now, it's not a hell yes, then consider it a hell no. And I, I, I just love that because when I met Catherine and I started working with her, it was definitely a yes. And there have been times over the years where something doesn't quite sit right in your gut. And then it's probably a, a maybe let it sit for now. And I know this is what others have already heard. This is not shocking neuroscience or anything, but, but we don't always pay attention to that. And I feel like when we do listen to our gut, we're going to be guided. I mean, and I mean really like listen and act on our gut instinct. I knew Dental Speaker Institute needed to be born. I knew it. I knew that dental speakers would benefit from having help with their marketing because I knew too many that were like, well, how do I get meeting planners to find me? I mean, over the last 20 years, things have changed a lot in how, how, how we market and everything. But back in the day, it was like, if you weren't like a certain set of people that were already well known, it was really hard to be noticed. And so you know, I just I knew that there were outcomes that needed to happen in order to help people, and so when you feel like you can connect an action with this desired outcome, I guess that's why I don't really worry about what others might think or might the meeting not work out well because I I, I feel like I'm working with such a great group of people that all bring such amazing. Um, knowledge and skill to what they have to offer that it just, it just clicks. This probably isn't (laughs) making
1: sense. Vanessa, that is such a great just example of what like mature aligned thinking can look like where you don't have to live Mm -hmm. with anxiety. You don't have to, I don't know, second guess what you're doing. You can just kind of have this inner peace and, just be excited and aligned with the fulfillment of like what you're doing instead of just this inner angst. A lot of people live with inner angst all the time because they're never feeling like they're enough or they're measuring up. You know, my own my own struggles with work um, and with, with birthing something is just like, I get scared when I launch something into the marketplace. I, I don't know if that comes from some deep insecurity. It pr- probably does. Um, which is so crazy because I was, I knew I was loved when I was a kid. Like my parents were amazing. Um, and yet still, I, there's always some, for me, there's always some like new horizon of, I don't want to say challenge, but like of some area where I'm, where growth is happening, you know, and oftentimes growth, like hypertrophy is that, that straining, right? That stretching. Um, I'm curious, have you had like a dark night of the soul in the last 22 years where, it was either hard to get up or I don't know, maybe you just had more doubt than you've ever had before. And and I only ask Vanessa, because when we look at like the worst case scenario and we think of like, like I love Elijah's stories, you know, when all of a sudden COVID happened and he's in the dental industry and he's in a, a I mean, company that industry.
0: boom, boom. <laughs> yes. And cruises
1: and everything shut down. It's like, when you find out how amazing people that have their back against the wall, figure out how to continue to rise above it or get back up or be resilient. Um, and again, if that's not your story, you don't (laughs) like,
0: no, I got something to share. Yeah. It's okay. I go. Yeah. So, um, I don't have anything that's like super tragic, thankfully, but I think it's, all of us um have times we would would struggle and i i I really believe what's helped me the most partly i think partly the way i am wired tends to be more pollyanna (laughs) more i tend to lean to the positive it's just it's just how i'm built even when i was a little kid so i I think i've gotten that that helps me but um the self-development work i've done over the years where i just Lean into like early on Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, you know, Tony Robbins, that kind of stuff. And then over the years, it's been many, many, many dozens of philosophers and teachers that have come before us that help us with exactly this. How can we recognize that we have, we all have those automatic negative thoughts and what can we do to recognize them and stop them sooner? And how do we learn those habits to help us not um, spiral out? some of the things that have helped me the most, because I mean, yes, I've had um, challenges. We've all had challenges. Some that were did from a personal side, you know, just cut me down to the core. What brought me through was my belief in what's going on here, meaning on this planet, meaning me being a spiritual being in a physical body what's going on here and what is there for me to learn my my deep belief is that in all things especially the challenges i attract that i really believe that i believe there's something there for me to learn even in those things that i would say are the most most challenging i mean that's where our learning occurs not in the the feathered nest and comfort so for me you know it's um what really helps me at this point is a couple things. So like if I go more mainstream, what we talk about would be like business coaching. Like I've had some exceptional business coaching over the years, which taught me like you, you, you pivot quickly <laughs> you like fill the folds. You know, there's like certain things you do when things like COVID happen. But from a more personal and a spiritual side, um, one of the very best things I've ever done is become a daily meditator. Because when you first thing, um, I, I, I steal this RPM from David G with Chopra Center. Rise, pee, meditate. Rise, pee, meditate. Your RPM. When you get up, get out of bed. But not, don't turn the light on. You know, go to the bathroom, come back, sit down. You're awake, but you're not in the day. Don't turn, don't look at the phone. <laughs> don't look at the phone. Because then you lost it. But when you're still in that um, twilight feeling, um, prayer would be very similar. My meditations can go 15 to 30 minutes. If somebody prays that long, that's fabulous. But with the meditation, you're sitting there when you actually, with breath work, and I have certain mantras that can just bring me, it's, it's in, intended for me to bring me internally. It's intended to set up my day. I have habitual ways I start and end my meditation. And the, one of the last things I always say as I, as I get ready to come, as I'm coming back out um, and ready to be back in this reality, um, I give thanks for those that, um, I, get, I give thanks to Source Energy for helping to connect us with those who seek the services we offer and that are ready to engage. It's one of the last things, not please send me clients. It's thank you because they always do find their way. And I find that then I get up, I come to my email later, and I'm like, oh, somebody wants to sponsor the meeting, or oh, someone's referred someone. It's like, what I learned a long time ago, and you know, my, my, one of my other passions is business advisory. And so my, I always tend to go there. But um, one of the things I learned a long time ago about our, our businesses, and like trying to facilitate, uh, own a business and, and facilitate this, this multi-profit centered thing we've created here with the personal life. Oh yeah. And by the way, we have a cat sanctuary and a whole bunch of cats we take care of every day. And like, there's all these things that can be overwhelming. So even if it's not a big tragedy or something, it's more like just in the day to the day to the day, I find that if I can start my day and end my day by going inward, however you do that, focus on your breathing, pray, meditate, whatever you do, but go inward. All the health benefits are there. Definitely the health benefits, you'll sleep better, you'll probably lose weight, you'll probably like all these things. But the very best thing I think for me is the mindset. It keeps my brain channeled uh, or, or like the channel like tuned in to where I mentally know I want to go. So when like right now I'm in the middle of this big computer switchover, you can't see the mess I've got here. I've got four monitors. I've got three keypads. I've got dongles hanging off of everything. And that's why when we got on, I'm like, well, tell me, help me with this microphone and this webcam. So even in like the craziness of life, you can still stop and you've trained your brain to be able to go internal and find that like, Oh my gosh, that's the million dollar thought right there. If, if, for, if, if anybody takes anything from this, it's just learning how to train yourself, train your breathing, train your mind to be able to find the peace because all those other things we talked about, just fall into place because the truth is there is something bigger going on here and if you just get quiet enough you'll be you'll figure it out you'll you'll know you'll feel where to go you'll feel the way you'll be guided how whatever your belief system is it will unfold and we just have to trust and i don't trust blindly i trust off of almost 60 years of seeing how it works every time (laughs) hallelujah
1: I was going to say, if you keep going, I'm going to have to charge you because this is turning into like a spiritual session where you're advising me. I don't know who that was for. I don't know if it was for anyone else, but it was absolutely for me, Vanessa, because yeah. I'm a deeply spiritual person. And I've gone through seasons of my life where um, as I am not very mature about how I'm handling what's on my plate, I get into this, I need to do more. And in doing more, I actually lose, um, like I lose my foundation of inward connection. I lose that sense of being wholehearted. And I keep like sensing, I need to slow it down. At the foundation, like you're saying, in the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, in the foundation of my life where I can control, I need to slow things down. I need to not feel like I have to do, 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 because it actually comes out. Like when I'm with you, Vanessa, you are such an aligned person that is centered, that is present. And, um, like from my perspective, you know, uh, the word that I would use would be like, there's such a beautiful fragrance that just comes, comes out of you. Um, because I feel like you are connected. So I, I sense that I pick up on that. Like it is 100% beautiful. It's inspiring. And at the same time, I feel like that Okay, like I know I've been hearing this, but I just need to slow things down for my own health. Like I feel like things are starting to get out of control, uh, or or have, and that's just confirmation that that I need I need to do that. And that's so like countercultural, um, and yet I think it's the message that everyone listening to this needs to hear. Yes, yeah. you have, like Vanessa, it's coming from you who just said you have ambition, like wild ambition, and you've had it since you were little. So it's like I to our listeners
0: and a learner. Right, right now I'm in the middle of two massive certification programs on top of all the other things too, right?
1: <laughs> and, I, and I love that. So it's like, if people are listening today, it's like you're ambitious. You have desires to be part of what makes dentistry great. Yeah. And here Vanessa is kind of challenging all of us to like, just slow it down. Like don't lose Not- track of your heart in, in, in to stay connected. And I don't mean slow it down in the pace of your day. I mean, take the time to get connected and get centered first and then let your life flow out of that.
0: This is the most important thing we could talk about, you know? Um, and I'm just, I'm on a journey like everyone else and people frequently tell me, Oh, you're so calming. Um, and that's awesome, except that I don't always feel that way internally. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm just saying, like, I'm on that path, too. And I, I believe that it's a, daily, it's a daily exercise. Just like we brush our teeth, just like we shower, just like we do all our vitamins, all the things we do. This is another thing we do daily to maintain. Because it's easy to get out of the habit and then get out of the habits. But when we make it a habit to... I mean, just... Because I recognize that whoever is listening to this is probably coming from a wide range of backgrounds. And some people might be like, Yeah, that's a little too woo for me. And others might be like, Yeah, yeah, give me more. And so, what I would say is like right there in the middle, science are so. Right now, I'm doing one of the Chopra Center, you know, Deepak Chopra Chopra Center certification. I've done the total health and well being certification. I'm working on their meditation certification. And I'm gonna do their um, coaching certification. And so, in the process of going through all of this, uh, there's just, I mean, literally dozens and dozens and dozens of articles written by doctors and scientists who have studied, you know, the effects of just breath work, just focusing on our breath and what that does to our overall body, all the studies that show how we can lower the inflammation in our body by, you, you don't have to be a 30 minute morning and night meditator. You know, you can just find, maybe set an alarm on your phone for every couple of hours to go off where you just stop it for a couple of minutes. You just focus on your breathing. Like it doesn't have to be woo. It doesn't have to be like, to some people would be feel like, oh, I don't know about that. But this is more, this is mainstream. This is fact. This is science. And so you can take it with a spiritual edge or not. I mean, a lot of people meditate with meditation is not a spiritual act. It's not, it's just, it's just quieting. I choose to use it to touch into that inner being, but you don't, you don't have to look at it that way. I think, I really do think it's the same with praying. I really do. When we, when someone prays with intent and belief, I feel like we're dealing with that same energetic truth. You know, I, I, and I hope it's okay that this whole thing has gone off the rails from like a business office
1: No, I, I innovation begins with the person that gets out of their own way and can become connected, aligned, and centered so that they can actually believe that the message that's in them, the idea that's in them, the solution that they are meant to bring into dentistry, if they don't make those connections. They stay on the sideline and I don't want them on the sideline. You and me are telling them, join us, like get in the game. You know, we want to be shoulder to shoulder because I feel like we're, it's almost like, I don't want to say we're in an army, but we're all on the same side. And there's some people that haven't taken their place yet. So there's some, like, there's some empty areas where there, there isn't that person's energy. And because of that, we're actually missing this energy that we could get. So it's like, even in a selfish way, I want everyone to step up into the fullness of who they can be because it doesn't compete with me and you we're all completely unique it just enhances the value that we can bring when people just own who they are so that that's my message so yeah. what you're saying is right at the center of that vanessa like yeah. this is this is amazing
0: uh i i love this conversation um and also love talking about growing businesses and i feel like it's hand in hand And I, and and for me, you know, to kind of put a period on that whole sentence there of earlier is really, um, when we can sit back and kind of be an observer in our life. And, you know, I I do think it's more of a retreating in and that's maybe what you sense when like people say how, Oh, I'm, I'm so calming. It's like, I'm trying to, I try to listen as I'm coaching or as I'm doing, you know, as I'm in, in a conversation like this, I try to, I try to listen and be guided. And I think that if we can just learn to kind of sit back into ourselves and pay, best, I heard somebody say, I think it was Dr. Sue Mortar years ago say, um, the best thing our mind can do is pay attention to how our gut feels. Like, this would be the most important activity for it is, how, is it, how are we feeling in our gut? Do I really need to eat that? Should I get up and move? Should I talk that way? How could I talk? You know, like, if we could just lean in, our answers are always internal. So, whether it's the vagus nerve, no matter, you know, wh- whatever it is that's having us feel that way, I don't know that answer, but I could tell you that it, it will never steer you wrong. You've never heard someone say, you know, well, I listen to my gut, and boy, what I wish I would have done that. They never say that. Um, when they truly listen to their gut, and I, I really believe it's the answer for everything. The answer for everything. I feel like we weren't sent here to this life without a, a, a direct connection back to where we came from and to where we're going. I do feel like there's the those those mediums of communication, whether it be this internal GPS, whether it's the prayer, whether it's the whatever rituals or whatever i really like, believe that there is a connection it's just challenging for us while we're here on this planet doing our human things to stay um in the day-to-day you know, like the, yesterday morning you know how hot it is here so it's like 103 here today in the phoenix right so yesterday we we're out there in the heat putting up an umbrella you know in the heat and it's like it's a, sometimes it's challenging to like remember like okay oh, hey. <laughs> To turn in with but the more we can practice it i just really believe that it all comes together relationships money the money's everywhere the money is all around us it's us that blocks it you know the more we can be quiet and 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 inward the more we're gonna Be uh, listen to the invitations, like you reaching out to say, Hey, would you like to be on my podcast or someone else referring you to someone else? Like you more, the more you can go in where you can pay attention to what's coming your way. Follow those paths. Those are doors. Follow those paths. You know, me wrapping it back to where we started, me deciding I would be a life coach all those years ago. And thought, well, how do I get started? Well, I'm going to create an email campaign. Well, the only person that hired me was Linda Miles. And then Linda started telling so many people how I was their coach, her coach. And then um, that was a doorway. That was a path. That was a doorway. That was me listening to how should I market this? What I, could, what I would leave you with this thought on this is this. We make it harder than it has to be. And if you, listener, are a person of faith, lean into that. Lean into it. And and I'm not I'm not religious. I don't I have no no religious affiliation. This is not what this is. It's more of it's just feels obvious to me. There's something more going on here than me out in the heat and one hundred degrees putting up an umbrella. It's like what, what what's the purpose of that? The, the purpose I feel is that we're here to learn, to get to know each other, to connect, to have relationships. We're going to learn through those relationships. Business is no different. I, I would encourage, I, I'm just like on a ramp rampage here.
1: I'm letting you go. I'm you letting know, you go. I would,
0: I would encourage your listener to just say, screw it. I'm going to try this. I don't know if it's going to work out or not, but I feel compelled to do this. And when those little voices pop in, that's what I say. And I I am, I am so not, I am just a a farm girl from Northeastern Arizona. Like I don't even have a college degree, Sean. I'm just a regular, I'm your neighbor. I'm just a person. I'm not like somebody to put on a pedestal. I'm just somebody who likes to work. I really do like to work and I really do like to achieve. And I really do enjoy the the community I'm in and, and helping serve them. And, and that that's like just authentic, not like, Oh, look at me. It's not like truly like this is what I like. This is what I enjoy doing. So I would encourage each of your listeners to what is it for you? Where do you feel pulled? I felt pulled toward Catherine and speaking and consulting, even though I remember going, I don't know what the heck a speaker and consultant does. I remember feeling now, like I have no idea what to do here. Just keep. Taking that next step in a direction that feels like, I think I should. Oh, I think I should because I promise you, I just got goosebumps. Head to toe goosebumps. I promise you that's where all the juice is. That's where all the joy is.
1: Okay, so Vanessa, I liked you a lot before this podcast. I don't know how we're both in the same like town, city, whatever you want to call it. And I've still never actually like hung out or connected, but our time is due. Um, well,
0: this has just expansion. been. Come to expansion in January, Sean, because we're going to be doing, we're going to be doing more of this of expansion.
1: Okay. But I'm not going to yeah. wait till January to hang we'll out with you. It. <laughs> it, it, I, let me take you out to lunch. Something. Anyway. Okay. Let me end with this. Um, back. Let's see. Uh, you said Jan- you said in 2001, One. June 3rd. Okay. So Vanessa of today is walking past Vanessa of June 3rd, 2001. And you have one sentiment that you can communicate to her. What do you say?
0: One sentiment to her that was walking up to the door to come in and open it to door to a new life. Oh, this makes me emotional. (laughs) Grab it. Go. This is, this is where you need to be. And at that time, I real I was just about to take a job working um, as in a surgical center as a practice manager for a sur- surgical center. It was a risk, but I felt I would like this more. I felt like this is where I need to be. I think what I would say to her is, "Yes, go. You know that you need to listen to your gut."
1: Okay. Well, I'm not supposed to. I'm not supposed to tear up. So you got me, <laughs> <Vanessa>. <laughs> let me just say it has been such an honor um i love where this went um it is a gift to dentistry it's a gift to our listeners i am so on your side whatever you need however i can help amplify what you're doing i am just for you and i'm thankful that i'm even in your community so vanessa thank you so much for letting me interview you today
0: it was really a pleasure. It's always um, a delight to spend time with you. And we're going to be doing more of that. Thank you for this opportunity.
1: Thank you. Thanks for listening and be sure to follow so you never miss an episode. To learn more about what's going on in dentistry, check out innovationindentistry.com.